Hello listener, it's Simon from Off of Sorry Not In Service. You're looking great. Thank you very much for downloading the podcast. Um, with regards to the podcast, as you know, we've recently moved studio. We're down at the base, down at Kingsmead School. And uh, of course, with, with big moves, there's always likely to be little teething problems. Uh, we encountered our first one in our first show. Uh, the sound quality, I'm afraid, is, is a rubbish a bit ropey so you'll have to put up with that and also uh, for some reason it uh when with the recording cut out loads of bits of the show uh, so it was just silence so um that's a bit of a shame so the podcast is going to be missing some bits uh it's not going to sound great hopefully it's going to be bearable and um, we hope that you enjoy it in 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 whatever way you see fit and um hopefully all will be resolved for our next show so um do one <laughs> Gordano. Gordano. Uh, this is the podcast for the Sorry Not In Service show. Yeah, that broadcast live on 10 Radio on the 22nd of August from a new location. The base down yes. at Kingsmead School, our new home. Um, Located deep underground. <laughs> but... Near Snarks and Grumpkins, you'll find the base. So listeners... This uh, intro is probably the best bit that you'll hear in the next however many minutes. Hey, it, the stuff that I wrote was good. Yeah, that's true. The stuff we pre- pre- prepared was good. Yeah. Um, but um, no, I think we found the new arena a little bit daunting, a little bit different, a little bit strange. We struggled a bit and uh, we got some very um, choice feedback from listeners uh, via the email, but we won't we discuss that. We will uh, be talking to you for the next X minutes and we will speak to you at the end, Sorry. as is custom. Mm. Headlines tonight. Nation's future revealed to them in horoscope expose. Scientists release detailed report on the health consequences of watching television. This year's must-have birthday gifts reviewed. New as yet unexplored fact holes discovered. Radio hosts in battle to see the best thing. 10 Radio effectively announces that the public get what the public don't want, as Sorry Not In Service continues to be allowed to broadcast. Uh, Good evening, and welcome to Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. That's right, William. Good evening, William, and welcome to Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. It's so exciting to be here once more. It's a bit special. It is a bit special, and I'll tell you for why, listeners. Uh, Just hold on for a second there, listeners. We're in a new, exciting studio space. Are we? We are. We moved out from old Croft Cottage, old cantankerous old Croft Cottage. It uh, had to see us leave. (laughs) Last week. Uh, And now we're we're down here in the base, which is a bright, new and exciting place to be. Yes. uh, Down at Kingsmead School. It's delightful. There's a a huge, you know, it's bright, it's it's, it's colourful. It's uh, It's it's got got, uh, inspirational messages on the wall written on there by the children. That's right. Uh, And, um, you know, new equipment. And we've got a, a much bigger space now, so we're able to well we're able to fit in you know a, a, a crowd can we hear from the crowd well yeah. the crowd. 
Yeah. So um, so we can, uh, we can just. Yeah. Okay. Can you lot shut up? Thank you. That's better. Let's try this button, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows what will happen? I bet it's music. That sounds all right. We'll go with that. A song there about avoiding technology at all costs. What the hell was that? That was uh, Rebecca Mays with The Lights. Right, lovely the stuff. Lights. Right, lovely. You played some interesting tunes already this evening, Will. Have uh, I? Opening with The Levelers. What yeah. on earth possessed you? The Levelers did. <laughs> really? Actually, part, part of the reason was that um, I've been reading the, uh, the book The Forest by Edward Rutherford. The, uh, he works in uh, the field of uh, historical uh, fiction. Right. It's, it's very good. I do enjoy his works. Um, but they did refer to the Levellers movement, and it was quite interesting to read it and go, oh, so that's what the Levellers are. <laughs> Didn't know. <laughs> just crusty idiots that won't go away. Um, listeners, we've, um, we've only just decided on a, on a email-in subject. Get in contact with us this evening. Um, it's, um, what, have you, what have you struggled with the very first time you've done it? Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a, it's it's simple enough. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so the first time you've done something, uh, tell us about a time when you struggle to do something for the very yeah. first time. Because I mean, Williams, I mean, you, well, you've been I, going I, a, a deeper shade of red the 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 the, the longer we've been on air. Uh, you, you it's, it's very confusing broadcasting. I'll explain why. I'll explain for why, listeners. Methinks a lack of day. On my left there is the CD player, and on my right there are the sliders and the rest of the desk. This is the reversal of how it was in crusty old Croft Cottage. Mm. Uh, that's confusing because now the emotional part of my brain is con- <laughs> is controlling the the CD. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the logical part of my brain is controlling the sliders. Right. It means that well, f- we're not really so- <laughs> emphasising on the right point, so we're making bad musical decisions. Yeah. So back back at Croft Cottage, you you were using the emotional side of your brain to man the mixing desk. Yes. <laughs> Because you're not told. No, no, I do not. Because you're not told. Well, yeah, because you're a robot. Um, listeners, get in contact with us. Studio robot, at tenradio.org uh, or, or um, sorry, not in service at yahoo.co.uk. Although, having said that, we've got very little reception on our mobile phones. So we may not get those messages. Studio at tenradio.org. What have you struggled with the first time you've done it? Yes. 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 Please contact us on this very subject. Now, how does this machine work? <sighs> right, okay. Okay, so if you just empathise with it for a little bit alright think about what it wants I feel your pain what was strange the first time is that working? Relaxing noises of, of the milk beck. and honey. Oh yes, certainly. Yes. Yeah, nothing relaxes me more than um... where the river of milk meets the sea of honey. <laughs> there you shall find Greek yogurt. <laughs> yes, and several deceased sailors. Yes, uh, William. How how's my weekend? Oh, and, ex- how's... How's, and of course, exploded honeyfish. Well, how... swim into the uh, lower pressure environment of the milk river. Well, how's my fortnight been? And they burst because of the lower pressure. William, how's my fortnight been? Um, but conversely, actually, the... Uh, William, how's my fortnight been? 
when they move into the honey, they do quite William, well. William, how's my they, fortnight been? They displace as much honey. And they move it more or less the William, same rate. William, how's my fortnight been? Of, um, William, how's my fortnight been? How's your... William, how's my fortnight been? How's... William, how's my fortnight been? How's your holiday in the Milk River? William, how's my fortnight been? This isn't the way this link was meant to be working, is it? William, how's my fortnight been? I suppose part of the issue is refrigeration as well, far as the how's my fortnight been? But it's, uh, well, no, less of an issue, that, isn't it? How's my fortnight been? You get lovely ice cream. How's my fortnight been? How's your fortnight been, Simon? Yes, very well, thank you. Was <laughs> <laughs> um, there any crazy shenanigans? Uh, yeah. Any, uh, uh, any uh, Well, William, it's funny. Any, any composting? William, it's funny you should ask me that question because it's actually been my birthday in the last week. What happened uh, to a ship when it moved from the Milk uh, River into the... the William, how's my birthday been? It's <laughs> <laughs> been. Very well, thank you. Uh, yes, no, I had a lovely birthday. 31 for my sins. And, um, List them. <laughs> I will do that in the next link. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, no, I had, I've had a lovely time with, with family and it's, uh, it's all been good. You're drawing and, uh, a picture of a corpse with a hammer in it. <laughs> William, uh, I'm, I'm just going to, um, uh, later on in the show, listeners, we're going to be um, reading from a book that William bought me for my birthday, because William has a habit of buying me books, even though I despise books. I find it uh, funny. And uh, William's bought me a very special one, well, two very special ones, but I'm probably only going to read from one. Andre Agassi's Autobiography, which is uh, an, an incredible read. I've not read it, but... Um, I dare say it is. There's an awful lot of sort of Quantock Horde crossover going on here. A lot of it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well, that's uh, kind of the target I look for when I'm looking for a book for you. Right, OK. I go, well, what doesn't make any sense? Well, Simon can have that. <laughs> that's for Simon. <laughs> Andre Agassi's autobiography called Open. Most certainly. So, uh, so there we go. So, yes, no, thank you very much for wishing me a happy birthday, William. And um, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been really first class. Did, did I? Yes, pretty much. I actually wish you well. Well, you may as well have done. Um, listeners, we um, have got an exciting new featurette. We certainly do. In the show. Um, we thought it would be an, a good opportunity to teach people about things. Because, of course, we're broadcasting essentially from a school. Precisely. It's time to teach. Absolutely. So, uh, welcome to the very first of our Fact Holes. Yes. Fact Hole. 30% of all marriages end in the death of one or both parties. Facts hold. Well, that was the extraordinary sounds of Ibibio Sound Machine with the talking fish. And, um... I understood all of those words. Yes, yes, certainly. Ibibio well, sound machine and the talking fish. That's right. Does it, it live in milk or uh, honey? Well, just leave it. Just drop it, really. No, um, we've, um, we've had a couple of emails in on our subject of what did you find confusing or difficult the first time you did it? And uh, the first one comes in from a Miss Whip. Now, now mm. goodness grief, what would Miss mm. Whip be um, doing for the first time? Uh, probably not what I'm imagining because um, anyway um, but I imagine Miss Whip has dealt with an entire lifespan of people <laughs> making this kind of joke Simon so well done on joining in sorry Miss Whip um, so Miss Whip writes in uh, she struggled the first time she was riding a motorbike as my legs were astride something moving I naturally gripped with my knees and pulled back on the handlebars thinking I was on a horse love the show Miss Whip misread that slightly there I yes, read it as um, thinking I was a horse but she thinking wasn't. I was a horse. Yep. Gripped with my knees and pulled back. Thinking I, I was, was a horse. horse. Riding a bike. Because that's how in... they ride bikes. 
Um, <laughs> Hoovered buffoons. You know what they say, a horse never forgets how to ride a bike. Uh, Dad has emailed in with, um, the first time I milked in a rotary parlour, a rotating parlour, there were two pedals, one for the parlour to go forward and the other to engage reverse. I kept getting the pedals mixed up with the result of an excess of effluent. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't clear up whether that's from the cows or from his own sense of fear. Um, so there's our emails. William, have you ever done anything for the first time and then gone on to find it confusing or difficult? The first day I went to school. Now, we all read the, the propaganda that the lefties sent us. <laughs> oh, when you go to school, you're going to learn how to read. Oh, when you go to school, you're going to be like in some kind of Bernardo's advert. Oh, when you go to school, they'll teach you maths and you'll be a good person. Well, you know what? Mike came back from my first day of school and they hadn't taught me to read. And I was frankly furious. I do. This is a story that's been uh, going around the houses, around, I, the, around the house, around our house. Around all the growing, houses. Growing up uh, was how you came back from school devastated that you weren't able to read. Yeah, then just gone. Read. <laughs> See these words? That's writing. Now read it. Oh, yeah, it's easy, isn't it? <laughs> I quite like it because I think. In, no, I'm pretty confident. There's a photo of me on my way to school on the very first day looking all excited, and I think there's also a photo of me looking furious. <laughs> and I returned. Let, yeah. let down by the education system there. Yeah. Really, Have you got anything that's... Um, um, the only thing I can think of, I mean, we were sort of back and forth thinking about things that we did for the first time that we struggled with just during that last song. Um, and the subject of learning to drive came up. And I do remember um, being taught how to find the biting point. I, I think it was, it was a hill start. And um, I was, you know, you panic when you're doing a driving lesson. Uh, you don't necessarily, you sort of lose focus of what you're looking at. And the driving instructor told me to get up to, I can't remember how much it was, I think it was like 4,000 revs or something. But of course, all I saw was like one, two, three, four written on the dash. So I just put my foot straight down on the accelerator, <laughs> expecting to dash to go round, what, a thousand times to reach 4,000. How inconvenient a system would that be? I know. Also, I had, four I revs. I had, yeah, well, yeah. So, well, I, it was the first time. Yeah, but for somebody who's been like a lifelong fan of, say, for example, Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have revs. Different. So uh, it's just on a track. There's just a guy with a little plastic gun at the side going. Yes, there is. Um, listeners, this is um, "Sheltered Life" by Erland Uy. This is men broadcasting following a sheltered life on Ten Radio, <laughs> uh, and uh, just well, just listen to it or go about your business. That was uh, Sheltered Life by Erland Erland uh, He's from Norway. Is he? Just in oh, case. Norway. 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 Well, that's possibly racist. So we'll move on. Um, listeners, you may remember from our last show, we um, we were very lucky to have a scientist. We were. Uh, do, do a report for us on the subject of... Um, what, what, what was he doing? He was doing... Um, what was he doing? What was he doing? He was uh, he was he was deep, de well, he was doing experiments whether or not it was true that if you change your expression, when you pull a face when the wind changes, yeah, then your, your your expression stays the same. And I can't remember exactly what the conclusion was, but we um, we 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 had such a lovely time with him that we invited him back. Yes, we to, did uh, to perform another little study for us. And uh, this time he's looking at the um, well, the, the question of whether or not watching too much TV will make your eyes go square. Mm. So um, important question. Well, we'll find out. Over to you. In association with the act of micturation, is proud to present the Professor Friesen Hillbilly Science Exploration Cosine. 
week, an investigation of the relationship between digitally streamed ocular media and the angular warping of retinal tissue. Hypothesis. It is my studied opinion that, by observing Franz Googlebox's socially binding instrument of communication for not less than eight per nine hours over a period of ten years, the very essence of my photon reception-ready organs will distort to better accommodate the observation of the square unit. Method. Applying the so-called Paolo Shankgrill position, and by manipulation only of my right digit in accordance with the strata of my remote controller, I shall not deviate from observation of the televisual contrivance. A series of intravenomous feeding tube networks shall sustain my physical body in all its wanton lusts for nutrition. I shall commence observation now. Data collection. Downton has existed for hundreds of years in perfect harmony. Just I remind you of the state the place was in a few months ago. The editor's written back, repeating his offer. I assume your father disapproves. It's the business of parents, really. I know what's going on. What are you going on about with a proper little ladies' man? Alfred says he's always going on about you. Conclusion. The TV, years are good. TV make fun time. Professor Frisian Hillbilly like the TV. Professor Frisian Hillbilly must call to a halt this experiment, the better to expedite the resumption of data collection. Practically speaking, Professor Frisian Hillbilly is glad to have been of use in this investigation of theory and something else. I forget which. Look, a rerun of an old tomorrow's world. For science! For science! Well, thank you very much, Professor, for looking into that for us. Yep, thanks, Prof. Not exactly sure what the conclusion was, but it's... Um... <laughs> well, the ultimate conclusion was, TV is good. That's right. And tomorrow's world's on. Uh, well, speaking of which, this one goes out to the good Professor, Professor Friesian Hillbilly. Hopefully he'll be back with more wonderful insights. Uh, this is the Tomorrow's World theme tune. So sit back, Prof, relax, and um, turn off the TV. Turn off the TV, TV we need please. you back. <laughs> with the microphone so it's not, not that it's not that different after all who would have thunked it well it's because you're kind of a robot <laughs> right, that's true that's a very good point uh we had another couple of emails in on uh, on on who's um who's done the uh who's done the uh who's you know uh, who's done the? Uh, who's done the? Uh, who's done the? Uh, yeah, we've got a couple who's more emails on the old, on the old, on the old, on the old, on the old. What have you struggled with the first time you've used it? And uh, we've had one in from uh, Joseph Tucker, and he said that uh, uh, using his phone uh, for the first time was a bit of a, a bit of a struggle. And I must say, I completely empathise with you there, Joseph. I, I've been of an age where I've used a fair amount of mobile phones. Uh, then uh, yeah, I do find that the first one is, uh, is you know, first time you use a new phone. It's always a little bit complicated. But that said, it's also very exciting when you learn new things about it. Well, that is true. It just occurred to me the first time. The first time I got a phone, I had no idea how to top up a phone, and everyone else was like, "I top up a phone." And my friend Andrew Dingwall, ding to his friends <laughs> and me and to his enemies, <laughs> like me. And, um, he offered if I gave him ten pounds cash to just use his card and phone up the top up line. I'm like, oh, that's magic. 
until he put in all the numbers, he did the phone up the top up line and got that sorted. And then he handed the phone back to me and I went, there you go, thanks very much. And then looked at this big string of numbers and realised he's essentially given me all the necessary information to A, take £10 out of his account for my phone whenever I wanted, and B, take £10 out of his account for any purpose I wanted. <laughs> oh, bless Ding. Oh, bless Ding. Yeah, I, I, he, he, well, we stopped seeing Ding after we made a terrible error at a dinner party, didn't we? Was that the last time we saw it? It might be the last time we saw Ding, socially. I keep meaning to say he's great. Everyone loves Ding. I I don't really know that we can sort of broadcast what we did at the dinner party, but if you're interested, email uh, sorrynotonservice at yahoo.co.uk and we'll um, we'll reply with the story. (laughs) (laughs) But another one in. Uh, The first time I used a self-service till, I was so confused I didn't collect all my change. I only picked up the coins and left the note that had been spat out uh, lower down. The next person had a lucky day and I've never used one since. That's, um, That's from an unknown listener. Uh, maybe they're known to the police, but uh, they certainly haven't put their name here. What for their ba- maverick <laughs> attitude towards giving people money accidentally? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, um, so maybe that was Ding himself. monstrosity Simon oh that was Yola Tango with um oh hold on I've got it here somewhere oh god what is it yes. it was Yola know. Tango yeah and the song was called watch out for me Ronnie who's Ronnie I have no idea I didn't really listen to the lyrics um <laughs> just finishing off a pano chocolate there listeners delightful mm. so um so there we are um well I'm gonna read from um the Andre Agassi autobiography called open by Andre Agassi this is, is a birthday production or is that uh <laughs> open the book that's quite a good uh, marketing strategy because then you can say where well, you've opened it you've got to buy it uh, that, that's law isn't it <laughs> <laughs> well it is for andre um this is a birthday present that william got me uh, now this this chapter is about um andre going to school for the first time mm. um I, I think anyway um so i'm gonna i'm gonna make a start i'm gonna you just sort of point out some bits of punctuation that are in here there's a hell of a lot of full stops in this book pat who am I kidding? I don't belong here. Full stop. We're here, he says, spitting. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> we find the office of the school's strength coach. Full stop. Strength coach. Yeah. A strength coach? A strength coach. Quite like the idea of that. You have a strength coach, you have a cardio coach, you have a lessons coach. <laughs> Three teachers, one school. Lovely. Efficient. I tell Pat to wait. Full stop. <laughs> I'll go in and talk to the guy. Full stop. I poke my head in the doorway, and there, across the office, in the far corner behind a desk the size of my Corvette, I see a real-life giant. Full stop. (laughs) He looks like the statue of Atlas, fronting Rockefeller Center, which I saw during my first US Open. Except this Atlas has long black hair and black eyes as large and round as the weights neatly stacked in the gym. I think Andre is prone to exaggeration. I don't think he is. I think he he speaks only the truth. He looks as if he'll flatten the first person who disturbs him. (laughs) Full stop. Regardless of context. (laughs) So that's just a little extract there from Open. I think we may be returning to this when I read a bit more. But yeah, so Andre walks into this room uh, (laughs) and sees a real-life giant. I mean, that's excellent news. I'm delighted to find out that real-life giants are real. Full stop. <laughs> and they work strength coaches. 
it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, no, it, it, is, it is incredible. Perry says, what's wrong, question mark? What's the matter, full stop? You know, full stop. You both know, full stop. Brooke is begging me to stay, full stop. So is Perry, full stop. I tell them there's no chance, full stop. I don't want to watch her lick that man's hand, full stop. Don't do this, Brooke says, full stop. Me? Me? I'm not doing anything, full stop. Go back and enjoy yourselves, full stop. Break a leg, full stop. Have some more hand, full stop. I'm out of here, full stop. It's like a haiku that got out of control. <laughs> it is, it is. It's incredible. It really is. So thank you very much for this, Will. Uh, I'm, um, I'm yeah, quite I mean, pleased with that. I seem to have a rare talent for walking to charity shops and going, that would be nonsense. <laughs> oh, that is nonsense. Yeah, that's true. No, no, keep, keep it up, definitely. Oh, man alive. I love laughing. Do you? How do you make your money? Make your money with a student's Now, listeners, uh, those of you who've persevered through the uh, previous hour and 16 minutes of this week may remember, may remember, so, well done for persevering. <laughs> Everyone else, forget, forget, <laughs> though you're listening to the... Anywho, that it was Simon's birthday recently, and concordantly, I got him some things which weren't good, because I already had my eye on some other things which are good, and now I have acquired them, which is good. So, Simon, would you care for a thing? I would love a thing, thank you, William, for my birthday. How old are you? 31 years old, little 31 years young, only as old as the woman you feel, and Carla is 30. So I'm... 30. And how many days? Or fractions of year? 370-ish. <laughs> You're 30, 370 days old. Yeah. It's a bit desperate, but then again, you are a DJ. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Give me gift. Give, give, give DJ age. Okay, I'm going to give you gift... I'm going to give you gift one, which is, ladies and gentlemen, the Facebook of the past and the future. Oh, good. Uh, so, was this this was a good present, wasn't it? No, no. Oh, good. That's a relief. Um, this is a, it's a blackboard message mug. So close to swear. <laughs> you can leave a message, write a message on a black, but uh, sort of a, a black mug, and you can write a message on it. Yeah, it comes with chalk. Oh well, that's useful. Yeah, at least the chalk's useful. Oh, tell you what, no, this is no chalk is useful because we have got a blackboard at home, but no chalk. So and and, and like mugs. So um. So that's lovely, isn't it? So I don't know if you... Well, it's, it's, it's like a kind of Guinness, looks like a Guinness drink, uh, black on the bottom, sort of a top white rim, um, and, um, and you can sort of write on it with uh, this chalk, and it, I, I guess it will rub off. Yeah, um, because it's black balls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I've written so far. Yes, that's certainly what you've written. It is, isn't it? Unbroadcastable material there. Excellent. So, um, What's lovely. the point where there's a webcam in here? <laughs> it, no, I'm not saying what it says. Uh, William, that's lovely. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. What? I need a chalk, and that's no, it's a nice like, I just quite like the eloquence of the way that you wrote it on there. It's actually quite neatly done, almost as if you've written it before on everything you've ever owned. <laughs> I have. Or seen it written before on everything you've ever owned. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, Dark past. Yeah, so there we go. Lovely, thank you. And is this the good one? This is the good one. <laughs> well, this is the good one, and also possibly the one that's terrible. Um, oh, good. It follows very similarly to a another thing you received, hmm. which we may be discussing later. Now, not my Jeremy Kyle. You couldn't make it up, but no, people. no, no, not something from me. Okay. Let's have a look in here. What do you think it might be? Just at first guess, looking into the bag. 
the bag. Well, it's a t shirt. Yes, it is a t shirt. Heavy cotton, no less. Yes. Uh, a bit like heavy metal, but wearable. 100% cotton pre shrunk and made in Haiti. Yes. So, just kind of. Somebody's got to look after them. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quite. Uh, sorry. Yeah, wow. Oh, wow. My God. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's disgusting. It is really disgusting. That's horrible. It? It's really unpleasant. Listeners, 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 I'm trying to explain what this is. What's happened here? Oh, my goodness me. Well, um, there's an enormous great photograph of my face on this T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> with my name written underneath, which is great. And the photograph is one that you'll see on the website, sorrynotinservice.com, and if you go to um, Who Am It, then there's a picture of me in not very much glory. Oh, this is dreadful, William. This is really horrible. Well, you'll wear it everywhere, won't you? Yeah, don't want it. But, yeah, <laughs> but you'll wear it. Yeah. And you'll hold up your mug. That's right, when I go to the bank. <laughs> Do you have any ID? My, yeah, my chest. That's hey, where the picture is on the T-shirt. Hey, love, this is my ID. Do you have any... I suppose it's his photo ID. <laughs> it's got my name on it. That's disgusting. Where did you get this? Did you get this made off the internet, or did you go into a shop? I went into a shop. Oh, you idiot! No, well, that's very clever. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. No, I didn't see it like that. You hadn't thought yes, of that. No, that's a good point. Excellent. Well, look, it was I've very had, clever. I've had two lovely T-shirts this Christmas, uh, birthday even. Um, I'm not Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case everyone was Just wondering. For clarification. FYI. Um, so I've got this horrible T-shirt here of, of my face, and I'm also wearing a T-shirt that my, my, my parents bought, bought me. Uh, it's from a football team from Colombia, I think. It's and they're called um, Deportivo, is the first part of their name, and then the second part is W-A-N-K-A. So it is very much Deportivo Wanker on, uh, on my, my chest right now. So it's really past nine, it'd be all right. I've got the choice between either wearing Deportivo Wanker or my own face on my chest. It's a fair point. I mean, what I like is the way that earlier on, when we were picking up some dindins before coming in to do the broadcast, you were walking around my Nectarfield supermarket going, I've just realised what I've got written on my shirt. I don't like walking around in an obscene publication. But now he has a choice. <laughs> it's either, either a sort of misspelled swear word or... I mean, the thing is, it's not even a small picture of my face. I mean, this no, is no, massive. I, I, I asked him, how big can you make it? <laughs> you went to... I can make it this big. If you want to go bigger, then it's going to cost quite a bit more. And I went, it's not worth it. Play some pop music and I might, I might sport this for the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, I'll play some pop music. Um, here's the uh, very obscure Credence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> Agree. This is falling apart. It's got a good intro, though. Check this. Samantha Janus's middle name is Jennifer. Facts hold. Genuine, you must be joking, you dainty twat. 
Send us your bank details. All the bank details you need are on my chest right now, boy. Um, listeners, if you want to see a photograph of my photo chest, then um, please go to facebook.com forward slash sorry not in service 10 radio, where we've just uploaded one. Uh, William, I think it's time for a bit of junk mail. Hooray! Hooray for junk mail. Yeah. Um, we've had one in uh, from uh, Peter. Um, I'll just read, read quickly through this one, and then I've got another one. Uh, it's from uh, Gaylord ADT. Uh, is the name of the person that it's from. The subject is Crime Can Happen. Help protect with this offer. <laughs> the email then goes on, and well, at yeah. no point it does yeah, and then at no point does it mention any sort of offer. All it seems to be is a story about Governor Clinton, who I assume is Bill, um, walking next to a canal and the public opinion that was uh, going around at the time that he was walking around this canal. And then it ends with uh, the, the line, um, Yield credit to Clinton and hail him by name. But it's just complete nonsense. There's like no context at all for any of this. So we've got through it there. When I, when I get the other one. There's now the change in public opinion reflects in the newspapers of the time. For example, an article in the New Hampshire Sentinel began saying the efforts of Governor Clinton to advance the best interest of the 21N5Y86979 stator, which... It, it is... What? And it, none, of, none of it is anything about making money or anything, uh, or any offer that's mentioned in the subject title. So it, it's completely pointless junk mail. So uh, thank you very much, Dad, for sending that to us. And um, if, I like uh, that. if you do get any junk mail listeners that you think is particularly good, uh, or that, you know, pot- offers that potentially other listeners might want to take advantage of, then please email us, sorry not in service at tenradio.org. No, that's not right. Sorry not in service at yahoo.co.uk. <laughs> now, um, I've got a big chunk of junk mail. Oh, good. Just chunk of junk. Well, that's good, isn't it? Chunko junk. Chunko junk. So I'm going to read some of it to you, William. Okay. Eyes on the prize. Sorry, yes. Just a reading. Begins, hello, to... my dear. Oh, hello, my, my dear. dear. My I, beauty. I am Giles Adam. I am an Australian <laughs> citizen, 48 years old. I reside in 49 Abercrombie Street, Chippendale, New South Wales. It's <laughs> very specific, thank you. I'm thinking of relocating since I am now rich. <laughs> <laughs> So my interest has peaked because Ad, uh, Giles Adam uh, can uh, can now move because he's now rich. He's now rich. I wonder how I'd go about becoming rich. Oh, so Giles goes on. I am one of those that took part in the compensation in Nigeria many years ago, and they refused to pay me. And he wanted compensation in Nigeria. I think that's it. And they refused right. to pay him. Okay. So I have paid over sixty-five thousand dollars while in the U.S. trying to get my payment, all to no avail. You would have thought you'd have probably stopped at the $50,000 mark, wouldn't you? You would have thought that. I mean, that's a good cut-off point to go, no, probably not. Yeah, I might just stop this. No, he went all the way to 65 grand. So I decided (laughs) to travel to Washington, D.C. with all my compensation documents, and I was directed by the FBI director (laughs) to contact agent Ms. Kimberly Mertz, who is a representative of the FBI and a member of the Compensation Award Committee in Nigeria. Is that really the FBI's jurisdiction? I said, it's like small claims. Yeah, precise. <laughs> Citizens Advice Bureau. PPI. Yeah, exactly, yeah. FBI will deal with your PPI. Nice. FYI. And, um, Who's he in? <laughs> don't know. Giles has got, he's contacted Kimberly Mertz, uh, who, um, and she explained everything to me. She said, whoever is contacting us through emails are fake. Whoever? Whoever Anyone. is contacting us through emails are fake. She took me to the paying bank for the claim of my compensation payment. Brilliant. The paying bank? Yeah. Well, you want to go to the withdrawals bank, don't you? Well, apparently not. Apparently Kimberly took um, him to, um, him, Giles Adams, to, uh, to the compensation payment. Benefit of the bank. 
Uh, Mr. Giles Adam goes on to say, Right now, I am the happiest woman on earth. <laughs> well, at least we know what he spent the money on. <laughs> That's right. Because I have received my compensation funds of $15 million. How much went on the off? Moreover, <laughs> more than that, Ms. Kimberly Mertz showed me the full information of those that are yet to receive their payments, and I saw your name as one of the beneficiaries and your email address. That is why I decided to email you to stop dealing with those people. So Kimberly Mertz of the FBI, FYI FBI, sort out your PPI, and um, provide you with sex change operations, apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, she, she, she took Giles, or Giletta, as uh, she's now known, and um, showed her the full information of all the people that apparently are looking for compensation. Good old Kimberly. Uh, you, now, you could, if you wanted to, listen, if you have been paying money out in Nigeria and you want some compensation, you can email Kimberly from the FBI. Kimberly's email address Kimberly.Mertz, M E R T Z, yeah. at USA.co.uk. <laughs> I'm presuming she's undercover. <laughs> the only money. USA.co.uk. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, getting Is that in Greenland then? <laughs> The only money I paid after I met Miss Kimberly was just $400 for the paperwork. Take note of that. <laughs> Thank you and remain blessed. Adam Giles. So you've gone from being Giles Adam, you've had a sex change at some point, and then <laughs> now you're Adam Giles. So well, yeah, Adam's, Adam, a, yeah. Uh, Adam's a, like a, a flexible name, isn't it? It's yeah, one it's of those true. names. As is Giles. Like Ashley. Yeah. Or... Um, yeah, Toby. So anyway, uh, if you're um, in the New South Wales area, particularly 49 Abercrombie Street, Chippendale... You get Poppy, then, um, Roberta. Then, uh, you could probably pop one. over and speak to Adam or Giles or whoever it is and um, maybe borrow some cash. Or indeed go to KimberlyMets at USA.co.uk. Uh, this next tune, this next piece of music, if you will... Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and you are. Uh, is, uh, is by Battles. It's called Atlas. And this one goes out to little brother Richard, who is super cool. And, uh, is he? he yes, is. he is actually, yes, isn't he? Yes, he is. So uh, this is Atlas. And then these buttons go down and we say goodbye. Control is logging. Well, bang indeed. Bang indeed. That was uh, Battles with um, Atlas, yep. uh, which is um, sort of like a map. And um, this has been Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. Sort yeah. of like a map. Sort of like a map. That's an atlas. Yeah, I suppose so. Check, sort of like a map. Check your dictionary. For my money, I'd say an atlas should contain like elements of history as well, like, you know, the... Um, what, the, did you know sections? Yeah, more or less. Well, like and, our uh, fact holes. Yeah, basically, like news in briefs. <laughs> uh, so, listeners, uh, yeah, this has been Sorry Not On Service, and our new home, The Base, it's yes. all jolly exciting. It's and, all a uh, bit chaotic. Slightly unnerving. You control things with your emotions, some other things with logic, it's terrifying. Uh, yeah, you, you get presented with T-shirts of your own face. Um, yeah, yep. it's, it's a whole new Head world in here. So, um, so there we go. So thank you for bearing with, bearing with us. If you have done, there'll be a podcast up uh, over the weekend and uh, the, uh, the, the show with, with the music still left in will go up on Mixcloud. Um, but it's some exciting news Ooh. is that um, we were encouraged to put out repeats. So um, next Friday night between 8 and 10, there will be a repeat of the last show, which was recorded two weeks ago. So it, it will always be three weeks out. So <laughs> couldn't be simpler, really, could it? Yeah. So this show, you'll hear again in three, in three weeks', weeks time. time. Yeah. Or conversely, next week, you'll find out what happened two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago that led up to this happening. 
Yes, precisely. So, um, so yeah. In fact, it's actually, a bit we, like, we, could, we could, we could it's say a bit like memento. <laughs> I wouldn't know. A type of ice cream. I, uh, you could say. Actually, this would be a good opportunity for us to say. Tune in next week for a much better show. It, that's a, that is a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause last time was much better. Uh, we've got varmints. We've got three varmints three outside varmints at this stage. Uh, all looking to... through us in this sort of goldfish bowl arena that we have here. One's bending down and clapping, uh, and, and laughing. I mean, because laughing. Yeah. Uh, this is um, "Stay Loose" by Bell and Sebastian. We'll be back in a fortnight, and things will just generally be better. Stay loose, people. <laughs> Well, listeners, that was the new and exciting show. Yes, it's new and exciting because it's in a vibrant location. Yes, that's right. Um, as opposed to a vibrant <laughs> location as it was before. We're joined in the outro this evening by... By... Chocolate Ch- Owls. Chocolate Owls. That donated by a, a lovely listener um, who shall remain... Our mum and uh, dad. <laughs> our mum and dad, who have bought us... I mean, your accent's all over the place there. But <laughs> uh, now, listeners, we've got some lovely chocolate owls, and um, I think... Should we nosh down on them now? Should we investigate these? Well, they're, they're sort of like white-topped and, and brown-bottomed. Yeah, and the uh, details of the owl, like the a grubby eyes, owl the hooked beak, beak the, um, the talons, of course, hidden neath feathered trousers. <laughs> um, they're marked out in uh, dark chocolates. Yeah, so, That's um, quite extraordinary. Just going to munch uh, down... Well, we should probably take a photograph of one of these before... We probably should before they're destroyed. I'm just having a look to see where you might be able to get more of them. And uh, it's from uh, Whisker Green. I mean, I'm salivating just looking at this owl. Lassiter's. Lassiters? Lassiters. <laughs> Slight Lassiters, but less. <laughs> small version of Lassiters that makes small chocolate owls. Right, listeners, we're going to devour these. After we've taken a photo. Mm, just can't wait. And thanks very much for listening to the show. I hope you listen to one that's better next time, though. Your choices are bad.